Welcome to a special bonus episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. My name is Dan. Today is January 23rd, 2023. Our topic today will be Minnesota Twins roster starting pitching. Typically in Minnesota, the hot stove during the offseason, you hear fans arguing and griping for more pitching. We need more pitching. We need better pitching. We need more starting pitching. Well, the Twins went out this last week, made a trade, got rid of Luis Arise. Luis Arise, current American League batting title, picked up Pablo Lopez. So more pitching fans should be excited. Fans should be excited. Here's the question. The question is, is there not? So Twins... uh Management and the GMs and whatnot, front office, are busy making deals. And, and what we've landed on here is the argument of, do we have too much pitching right now? Do we have too much? <clears throat> Let's break it down. Starting pitchers here for the Minnesota Twins currently as of right now. Keeping in mind, for the newer listeners, typically a team has five starting pitchers on opening day. Throughout the season, each team has five starting pitchers. That's what'll be, uh, that'll be our assumption. So we got Joe Ryan, Sonny Gray, new guy, Pablo Lopez, Kenta Maeda, and Tyler Maley. Those are the five. Those are my uh, opinion for the starters that we'll have here going into opening day. All are healthy. Now, the list continues down to 19 players. Let's go to Chris Padak. We've got him from the Padres um, last year. Bailey Ober, Josh Winder, local St. Uh, Paul boy, Louis Varland, Randy Dobnik we have. Numbers 11 and 12 are Ronnie Henriquez and Cole Sands. I've got them on the list because those came up through the minors as starting pitchers. Starting pitchers up through the farm system. Basically have always been starters. Um, recently they've got the Twins locked them in and the depth chart listed them as Bullpen, and I think with the excess number of starting pitchers the Twins have, which is a good problem to have, uh, some of these are going to be converted to relievers. Ronnie Henriquez and Cole Sands look to be two of those to start the season in the bullpen, just to keep that in mind. Number 13, Simeon Woods Richardson, the stud pitcher we got in return for the Jose Barrios trade. Number 14 is Jordan Balazovic. 15 is Matt Cantorino. And then following out the final four is Patrick Murphy, Tyler Beck, Sean Mooney, and Blaine Enlow. So, are we short on pitching? The answer is no. Do we have too much pitching? The answer is possibly or probably yes. Technically, there's no such thing as too much pitching. So keep that in mind here on this, on this piece. This is just a fact-based Piece here for the Minnesota Twins. Um, draw your own conclusions. But here's the starters that we've got right now. Now look at the note at the bottom. Twelve starting pitchers were used during the 2022 season very high. And that's for the Twins. That's for the Major League Ball Club. Like I said, you start with five. You'll have a couple spot starters coming in. There's typically injuries throughout the season. And you may use, uh, you may use eight, nine, ten guys during the year. Last year, anomaly. Big anomaly. Huge. 12 different starting pitchers were used for the Twins during the 2022 season. Very high. We'll not see that likely ever again. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm guessing. 
guessing. So of this list, we're basically looking at eight, nine, or ten guys uh, that could be potentially used during the year with the five being the regular starters. A regular starter in the major leagues makes uh, uh, you know, 32 to 36 starts if everything goes perfect in a season without injury. You need to have backup. No doubt the Twins have backup, but do they have too much backup? Let's get into that. Let's look at the notes. Number six, Chris Padak had surgery last year. Will return in September, uh, maybe even August, but most likely September of 2023, which means we have to rule him out for the year. Rule him out, okay? So he's not going to come into play till late in the season. Now, number 11, Ronnie Henriquez. We uh, mentioned him and Cole Sands. Uh, have been moved to the bullpen. Now, they're both currently on the prospect list. Each major league club has a top 30 prospect, really, which means that they're uh, either fast-tracked to make it to the pros or high odds to make it to the pros or guys that have the high upper-level ceiling. Uh, those two both in the bullpen are uh, on the top 30 prospects, which means they've got some talent. They will be used. Now, number 13, Simeon Woods, number six. Number six prospect. Now, if guys are in the prospect list or in the prospect pool, uh, they're typically not going to be guys that will be sitting the bench, riding the bench. you got Simeon Woods-Richardson here, number 13. And like I said, you're going to use five pitchers during the year, over the course of the year, maybe eight, nine, maybe even ten. Simeon Woods-Richardson is down there deep, and he's number six prospect. So where is he going to fit in? And this is what I'm talking about as far as depth. Next, Jordan Balazovich. On the 40-man roster, he made 21 starts at Triple A last year in 2022. Now, he didn't have a good year, but he's a number 16 prospect. Number 16 prospect. Already made 21 starts at Triple A. So obviously he'll start the year at Triple A. Will he move up sometime during the year? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't appear there's going to be room for him at all. Now let's look at Matt Cantorino on the 40-man roster. He'll start the season in Double A, which is fine. But he's a number nine prospect, so we don't have to build him into the mix for making a mound appearance for the Twins in 2023. Matt Cantorino, look for him in the future. Patrick Murphy and Tyler Beck, both. What I think they're going to do here, once again, a strictly an opinion, is that these two starters possibly could be moved to the bullpen. They will likely start the season in AAA for both of them. Now in AAA, the reason I believe they're going to be moved to the bullpen is that they're not going to have a starting role in AAA as a starter because we're too deep in AAA for the St. Paul Saints. Too deep. Yes, you heard that correctly. We're too deep at starting pitching in AAA. <clears throat> I believe these two might be moved to the bullpen. Now at the bottom, we got Sean Mooney, number 20 prospect. Likely start the season in AA, which is good. Blaine Enlau, 25 prospect currently. Also will likely start the season in AA. So those are your top 19 starters. What we're going to do is, is to see and try to understand and gauge what the front office is thinking when they're making deals, when they're making trades. When we went after and got, for instance, Pablo Lopez, 
you know, things like that. Uh, people are upset. People are not happy. People are clamoring for, you know, for uh, for starting pitching. Well, here we go. Let's look at team control. The items with X's means that they will will or likely be on the Twins roster in that year. Joe Ryan, I'm guessing he will be the uh, the ace of the future, and they're kind of the centerpiece of this staff going out several years. And he's young. Sonny Gray, this is his last year. Pablo Lopez, they signed him, but we've got him for two straight years, possibly a third, which is, I think, the main reason for going after and getting a guy of his caliber. Kenta Maeda will be healthy all year, but this is also his last year. Tyler Maley, healthy, also be his last year. Now, when I say last year, what that means is that they're no longer uh, under the Twins' control. They could uh, be a free agent. They can leave. They could stay with the Twins. The Twins could certainly sign them, but I'm sure the hefty price tag will be very good. It all depends on how their season is. If their seasons are flops, problem solved. They can go sign somewhere else. The Twins don't need them. We don't have to pay them the big bucks. If their seasons are good, they're going to be quite spendy. So we'll lose three of the top five right after the season ends in 2023. I'm guessing they may go after and potentially try to sign um, one of these. And here we are here with the nose. Theirs are big empty. So when the Twins front office are making deals here in 2022 and 2023, when it concerns starting pitching, they're only, only looking for the future. They're not going to be signing a guy for one year. You look at teams like the New York Mets, uh, New York Yankees with basically unlimited payroll. They're buying guys just for that season to basically win it all. When you're dealing with the pole lads here, the Minnesota Twins organization, that is not going to happen, nor is it ever going to happen. We're never going to be signing multi, multi, million, millions of hundreds of millions of dollars on contracts to get a big staff like the Mets just did this offseason. That is an anomaly. I repeat, that's an anomaly. The Twins will not do that. We have so much depth right now, we don't need to. What we need is to beef up our staff for the future. So when you see transactions like Lopez, that's exactly what they're doing. Twins also seem to be going after guys with high strikeout, low walk ratios. And the first thing I did when we got Pablo Lopez is look at his strikes, outs, strikeouts to walks, very, very high. Uh, Twins front office do not like pitchers that walk. They like to have strikeout guys, guys with control. So that certainly makes sense. Now look at the rest, items 6 through 13 at the bottom, a lot of team control. These guys below the line are the ones fighting for the jobs in 24, 25, and 26. Now we certainly understand things could happen, injuries could happen, and this list will be much different. But this is where we're starting at. This is what the Twins have got to look at for their 26-man roster. Let's get into some of the depth. Triple A, let's start with the St. Paul Saints 2023. It looks to me, this is just an opinion piece, it looks to me that we're going to have eight starters in the starting rotation for the St. Paul Saints starting right off the bat. Bailey Ober could be the ace. 
He's already made 31 big league starts. Josh Winder has made 11 big league starts. Louis Varland made five big league starts. He's also the number 10 overall prospect for the Twins. Um, he will definitely be a, be a guy in the future. The problem is, what are you going to do with uh, Bailey, Ober, and Winder? Um, hopefully they'll make the team here this year, but they should be the cornerstones or the, or the big, large pieces of the 2024 roster. But do you want to have these guys pitching in the minors when they already have proven they can pitch at the big league level? Over to me in my case and Winder already are big league guys uh, that should be seeing no business in AAA. Looks to me like they're going to be down there. Something else has got to give. Randy Dobnik has made 21 big league starts over the years. Now he just signed a five-year extension. Five-year extension. Uh, he will not be being cut or traded <laughs> or designated for assignment anytime soon. He is part of the future. So where does he fit in? Where does he fit in? The management already has decided they want to keep him around Randy Dobnik. And so that is good news as well. Now for this year, I don't see room for him in the majors at all unless something happens. But, uh, but who knows? We're going to have a pretty strong... St. Paul Saints starting rotation, if you're following this here correctly. Simeon Woods Richardson has only made one big league start. He will obviously start for the Saints this year. Because he's a number six prospect, they're going to push him along just as well. And uh, this should be his last year in the minors. They'll use this year in the minors to work out the kinks, get him ready to go, and he should be a stud. Well, the problem here we've got is the last three. Jordan Belazovic, uh, number 16 prospect, which is high, which is good. Now, I don't have this listed wrong. There's no error here, but his estimate to arrive, his ETA to be in the big leagues was 2022, which was last season. Never made it. Never made it. Now, I can't necessarily say that he deserved it last year, but if he already was an ETA for 2022, he's going to be one of those... Um, pushed in 2023 to make it. Uh, if nothing happens there, you could see him being cut, uh, designated for assignment, uh, you know, traded. I don't know. We've got too many, too many starters. Now, the reason I moved on that very first page, Murphy and back to relieving roles, is because of this right here. You can't have an eight-man starting rotation for the St. Paul Saints. Once again, like the pros, you got five guys. They can always make spot starts, but you have to have room for these guys. Murphy and Beck. Let's go back to this. Murphy and Beck. They're both starting the season in AAA, which means I don't see them going back to AA. In other words, will they be demoted in AA? They've served their time. Uh, they have done well at the AA level. I'm assuming they'll be at the AAA level playing for the Saints, but they're starting pitchers. There's no room for eight. There's no room for eight guys. So three, something's got to give with these three here, right here. That's why I'm suspecting they'll move those into reliever roles, because there's no room. Now, if we go down to class double-A, if you put together the starting rotation before the season starts here for the Wichita Wind Surge, this is the 2023 double-A team for the, t for the Twins, uh, I see Matt Cantorino obviously starting at double-A. Sean Mooney, we already said earlier, will be starting at double-A. Blaine Enlau, 
double A. These are all three prospects, 9, 20, and 25. And you also have Jose Bravo, Cody Funderburk, Carlos Luna, and Aaron Rozek. Once again, in double A for the Wichita, you really have five starters. It'll be a battle here for double H just to see who wins those last couple of spots because uh, not all seven are obviously going to make it. Here's the point on this sheet. When you're a prospect, they give you an ETA. I look at the ETA for the three tops, uh, tops prospects here for the top three. All of them are 2023, which means they expect, they expect each of these three to make it to the big leagues sometime this season. Now, certainly that could be August. It could be September when the call-ups come up. It's not that big of a deal anymore because there are really only a couple of guys, uh, two or three guys get added in September when they bring them up, not like the past. So, when we have the depth that we do, once again, barring injury, assuming all things being equal, and we don't have the anomaly like we did last year, how are these three ever going to reach the big leagues this year. I don't see, there's no room. There's no room for them to make it because ahead of them, we've got Simeon Woods-Richardson, Louis Varlin, and Jordan Balazovic. All. Which are going to be probably starting in AAA, but the push to get them moved up to the big leagues is going to be well before these three even be considered. So I think for these three, the ETA more than likely is going to be 2024 unless something happens. Now I know with upcoming trades and things like that with the Twins, if they're looking to beef up the lineup elsewhere, a position player, hitters, things like that, there can be a lot of room here to move with pitching. Can't get by with this many pitchers. My only guess is that in a future deal with some trades coming up down the road, we're going to see starting pitchers being moved out of the Twins organization. Yes, you heard that right, moved out. We're going to need to be trading some of these guys. These are guys ready to go, good, developed starters that are talented that are not going to be very happy sitting in double-A AA or triple-A when they've already made big league starts. So if we have a triple-A roster, the guys have combined with 68, I think it's 68, 68 combined starts in the big leagues for our starting rotation in triple-A all I can say is it's going to be fun to watch. That uh, St. Paul Saints team is going to be pretty successful, I believe, with the talent they have here at this level. Let's move on to the rotation next year. 2024. This is 2024. So if this is the following year, once this year is done, where are the Twins going to be sitting with starting pitching? So let's keep Ryan there. As I said earlier, potential centerpiece. Pablo Lopez is obviously going to be there because they traded for him in 2023. They traded to get him. So he's going to be a lock for 2023 
in the rotation. Tyler Maley, you know, I have question marks there if he's re-signed. Uh, Kenta, if he has a good year, I still don't see the Twins re-signing Kenta Maeda. I don't think they will be signing Sonny Gray in 2024, even if he has a good year. So I think those two go by the wayside. Maley, if he's good, if he puts up a season, a good season is probably going to be re-signed. Now, that's just a question mark. If he is, that only leaves room for two more. Chris Padak will be number four. Now, he just recently signed a three-year deal, so upper management and the front office has already confirmed that he's part of their plans for the future. A three, you don't sign a three-year deal with something you don't have faith in. Padak will be part of that rotation. Now, here's where it gets to be interesting. Bailey Ober, perhaps. I'm guessing he'll be in the rotation this year and certainly next year. But I've got perhaps there with a question mark because I don't know. Josh Winder, same thing. If he spends the whole year in AAA, it looks to me like he may not even make the team in 2024. And Winder's a good pitcher. Louis Barland, a local kid. I can't imagine the Twins' front office departing with Louis Varland anytime soon. High prospect, local kid from St. Paul, will probably spend the majority of this year in 2023 in AAA, which means he's going to be spending most, if not all, of 2024 in the starting rotation. But according to this, he'll be on the outside looking in. Number eight, Randy Dobnik. Signed a five-year deal. I repeat, five-year deal. If he spends all of 2023 with the Saints, I don't see him moving up to the majors this year. And I see him on the outside looking in to not even winning a position in 2024. If that's the case, why on earth did they sign a five-year deal? Unless there's something there we don't know, I don't see how Randy Dobnik makes the cut for the Minnesota Twins, even in 2024. Now, that's not saying any one of these guys could be switched to the bullpen. Long relief certainly makes some spot starts. But these are strictly starting pitchers. This is what they're built for, starting pitching. Last of all, Simeon Woods Richardson. We traded for him in 2021 to get him. Front office obviously saw something they liked in this gentleman. If he spends 2023 in AAA, I can't imagine he'd spend any more time longer in AAA. He will be up in the big leagues. If he's up in the big leagues, then some of these other guys, there will not be room. Once again, certainly there's injuries. There's other factors. It's always good to have excess pitching. But in 2024, I, don't, I have a hard time seeing Simeon Woods, Richardson, Dobnek, Winder, and Barland even making the starting rotation. My name is Dan. Today is January 23, 2023. This is a Sports and Songs bonus episode. Title, Minnesota Twins roster. Starting pitching. Are we too deep? Or don't we have enough? You can decide. Thanks for listening.